I just mind the Lord and pray for me. I love the Lord. Glad I'm saved. Amen. And uh, good to be here. Good to be able to be here. Vera, she's better, but she's still not back 100%. I remember her too. She is. I'm like most of them that gets up here. I ain't got much, you know, but got a little bit. Appreciate all this good singing. I always like it. Like Mason and Keisha singing, I appreciate what they stand for, too. Yeah, amen. And I like Matt, what y'all sung a while ago. I really do. I like that song. You don't get curious much, but I like it. Amen. I got a little bit in Thessalonians, the first, first Thessalonians, chapter 4, and I know you've all heard this, probably read it, I was down there at Lebanon at Revival here a few years ago when Bill Jenkins got up and had his Bible, he said, I'm going to read this, and he didn't say where it was at, you know, and read, and I thought, well, I've heard that, but I believe it. I believe that's the way it's going to be. And then I didn't really know until Brian read it up here one day where it was at. But uh, down at the 13th, let's see, 4th chapter, down to 13th verse. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then he, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Yes, amen. And I just, I believe that's the way it's going to be. And I know we, there's a little bit said here a while back about opinions and stuff, and that's the way I am. I mean, they there's a lot of opinions, and some of them just kills that. And we've all got, we've all got opinions. Mm -hmm. But the main thing that I believe, like you've got to believe that He come and died for us and rose again on the third right, day right. Mm -hmm. and went to the fireplace. That's right. Everybody, I, I would say, needs to believe that. That's, yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's the main thing. Amen. And all, some of this other stuff, it don't matter. Your opinions just have it and go on, you know. But that right there is the main thing. Amen. Has anybody else got anything? I want to say I love the Lord and that song Keisha just sung just any day now. I'm I thought about this song all day today, and in the chorus it says, it goes right along with what girls just read. It said, just any day now, our Lord is coming. He's going to pay for eternity for me and you. That's right. I'm glad that I know where I'm going. I'm going to get to go spend eternity with him. Amen. Amen. You don't have to worry about this earth no more. You don't have to worry about the devil on you every day. You get to go be with him. Amen. What a day that is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there's so much going on. And 
I'm like Mike said a while ago, this, whatever they call it, the virus or whatever, that's just like some of the other stuff that may have come along in the, in the last several years. I believe it's a warning. I believe it's a warning. People need to take heed to it. There's been all kinds of diseases and stuff. And then when the, them planes bomb New York, whatever, them buildings and all that kind of stuff run into them, the whole country was doing more praying, seemed like, and they was even telling on the news that we need to pray and all that. But you notice a few years later that this drill saw mm -hmm. quit talking about. Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But this right here could be serious. I mean, in foreign countries, it's full of them. It, it could be over here. They say today, prepare and be ready. But what can you do? You know, we can pray. That's that's the main thing. Amen. Let's say, love the Lord. I talk about that thing. My phone vibrated 26 minutes ago when it said. CDC says the coronavirus is likely to spread in the United States. Mm -hmm. Really, not that long after he just mentioned that, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. We we need to we need to worry about that. We need to pray. Verse sixteen said, "For the Lord Himself shall descend to heaven with a shout." Yeah. Yeah. I've always wondered what that noise was, will sound like. The Lord shouting, says, come on the clouds, there'll be a shout. You read on, it says, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Mm -hmm. And it says, then we, then we which are alive and remain shall be called up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. You know, for us that are saved and know the Lord, that shout right there, when he calls the dead to come to him, to rise up, that shout that we hear, that's going to be an amazing sound to our ears. But for some, it's not going to be an amazing sound. It said that the ones that didn't know him would hide their faces and, and hide under bases and mountains to try to hide from him. It's, it's a sad thing to think that there's nowhere to hide. When it comes that time and that day, there's nowhere for them to hide. So it, to me, the scripture or not kind of gives me some, some motivation, some drive there. Because when I hear that shout, I can tell you what, I'll be excited. Amen. I'll be excited because I, I know where I'm going. Yeah. And I know who it is that's coming back to get me. And I know the ones that's, that's dead in him, they'll be there with me. But it makes me feel sorry and concerned for the ones that when they hear that shout they can't hide they know that they're not with him so that kind of gives me some drive this evening to, to get out there this weekend and no matter if it's scary to you or what it may be just to take that uh, step and get out of your comfort zone a little bit just to tell someone about the Lord because we never it says in the scripture we never know when that shout's coming I believe that it's not too far away from what the scripture says and what's going on in the world today. Amen. Uh, I know that people said that for years. I'm 20 years old, and some of y'all probably heard that 40 years ago, but I believe that it's not going to be too long that he'll come with that shout. I love the Lord. Amen. Preaching that up here in the 60s. But it is a coming. And that's been 50 years they've been preaching. He's a coming again. He is. Yeah. Brother, that fifth chapter mm -hmm. ties on to it there. In verse 2, I'm going to read verse 1. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that, that, that the day of the Lord. So cometh as a thief in the night. Mm -hmm. And when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh on them and travail upon the woman, the child, and they shall not escape. It takes me back to the parable of the ten virgins. 
five were wives. That's right. And five were foolish. That's right. And they all had oil at one time in their lamp. Five were wise because they kept oil in their lamps. And we got to be ready. It's like Mason said. And it also takes me there where scripture where it says that uh, everybody that called me Lord, Lord, he, he, he tells them. Well, they tell him, Lord, hadn't I prophesied? Hadn't I cast out demons in your name? And I had a man one day tell me, he said, well, how in the world did the Lord reject them? Well, they've done all those things. And I said, to me, it's simple. They didn't do them because he said, I never knew you. I never knew you. It's easy to stand up and put, a, put on put on a show. It's easy to, to get up and, and, and do things in the Lord's name. But those people, they wasn't ready to meet the Lord. And there's a lot of people like that today. Uh, but I, I just I believe that uh, we got to be ready for that day to come. He said, my sheep know my voice, and they follow me. That's right. Mm -hmm. I, I sometimes listen for that voice, find myself making sure I'm still hearing his voice, brother. Yeah. Amen. You know, things come to me, yeah. like, Lord, that's you. Well, I figured out, and it's so good. Praise God, it's so good now that I know that the Lord, the Lord speaks to me. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's so good. Yeah, amen. Because I know that I'm a sheep. <laughs> Praise God. I'm one of his. Anybody else? And I agree with what you said, brother, about <clears throat> difference in opinions. You know, everybody's not going to be right. And it's not going to be right about everything. I like to think I'm right about everything, but my wife tells me I'm not all the time. <laughs> but uh, my thing is, like you said, we better be right with the Lord. That's right. Better be right with Him. <clears throat> and He knows if we are or not. And you know if you are or not. Amen. That's it. a song on my heart and I was sitting here and I was fighting with him and I said you know what if Mason and Keisha sing those three songs I will sing this song and they got up and they sung those three songs and so now we're going to sing 514 there's a city of light where there comes no night for the sun never sets in the sky.
Sunday night, you know about the storms coming and stuff. They're, they're, your, your life's going to have storms. Yeah. That's you know, right. Like I said, they're, you're going to have storms. But we've got hope. That's right. That that storm's going to pass. Amen. We've got hope that we're going to a better place. Amen. Because our hope lies in Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, Amen. As long as long as we have Jesus, we got everything. That's Amen. right. You know, uh, just talking about the, the going and witnessing and stuff. You know, at first, when when y'all first talked about, it, I was sitting back and I was like, you know, I just I'm I'm in my comfort zone. I I, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want doors slammed in my face. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't I don't want them to reject. Yeah. You know, but then yeah. then you keep going back. And you keep thinking, well, you know, Jesus was rejected on earth. Mm -hmm. Jesus was rejected by his own people. Amen. The people yeah. that knew they yeah. they 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 were told years before that hey there's going to be a king coming mm -hmm. and the people still reject that's right and so now i'm just i'm, I'm building up the strength and i'm like y'all keep talking about and i'm like all right i, I gotta make sure we're, we're going we gotta be here saturday amen. we gotta be here saturday amen so so i'm gonna get out of my country amen amen and i just that, that the song uh, casting crowns does now Talk about I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody that's, about somebody. That's right. That, that's that's what I want to be. I want to be that nobody. I want to be like Mike. I want to be transparent. Amen. I don't want people seeing me. Yeah. Because if you look at me, I, I I mess up. I make mistakes. That's right. I, I've made mistakes in the past. But I want, I want people trans. I want to be transparent so well, people can see Jesus in me. Amen. Amen. I don't want them to see me. I want them to see Jesus. Amen. That way they'll have that hope. Amen. Amen. Y'all just remember us. Amen. Somebody else? Don't sit back on the Lord. He didn't sit back on you. Anybody else? Got a testimony, song, anything on your heart? Brother Brian, I love the Lord. Old devil tried to get me not to come tonight. Bless him. I'm glad I didn't listen to it. Amen. 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 Somebody else? Brian Mason said something that just kind of, when he read that 16th verse, and it said, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Just this week, there's a lady that I work with that has, even back when Brian, uh, Brent Casey was pastoring here, would go on at me and Ginger about how there's no way she'd come to our church. She wouldn't come to a church where the preacher got excited and screamed is what she would say yeah. and she's made that comment this week and I just I don't I don't know why I don't know who she's talking to I just heard her say it but I just thought right here it tells you mm -hmm. even the Lord is going to shout yeah. mm -hmm. so how's she going to feel when he comes back with that shout <laughs> and she won't go to a church where they do it mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of people that are that way yeah oh yeah y'all yeah. just remember me Maybe that I can be a lot to her. I, I just, it just, it bothers me that there's people that feel that way. That's right. And I know for years when I've heard people shout, I would wonder how that felt. 
and then when Keisha and Bailey and them have shouted here, I, I think, Lord, what's wrong with me? There you go. It's yeah. like, can I not feel that? There you go. But I did. <laughs> yeah. And it was one of the best feelings I've ever had. Amen. Amen. And I don't even remember now. I mean, <laughs> as far as why it happened, when it happened, I, it was just like it, it just did. Yeah. And I, I love the Lord for letting me do that. Amen. Amen. Y'all just remember me that I'm not going to be a lot to her. Yes. She's a good person. She'd do anything for you. She could, but she just don't want no part of it. Anybody else? It takes a special kind of joy to shout. I mean, it just, when we look at heaven, we're not going to just be standing there looking at each other. We're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be shouting and dancing and singing. And I'm sure it is first when it talks about Jesus shouting. He's happy because of this. He's happy to come see us. Amen. Amen. I remember the girl saying, talk about shouting. Well, they're not going to crowd me. Right. I'm going to be shouting. Amen. For a long time, I'm going to be shouting. Amen. If you go on here, if you don't get on the crowd with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've told people the same thing. I, heaven's not going to be quiet. It's, the Bible talks about the instruments, and, and uh, I know this from my own personal childhood and growing up, and now I have two drummers that live in my house besides me. There's three of us, so y'all imagine poor Abby. Uh, but it mentions specifically the symbols. Mm-hmm. Y'all think about that. The Bible mentions specifically mm-hmm. when it talks about musical instrument, it mentions the symbol. That is the loudest. I mean, that's, that's the answer. You want to make some noise, mm-hmm. some joyful noise, you can, you get them symbols. And I remember how my my parents were pretty wise. They put my drum set at my grandmother's house. <laughs> and that's where I practiced. And, uh, and uh, I, I, I would go over there, and there wouldn't be nobody but me and the Lord there, I guess. And, and I'd play them drums. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a time of praise and, and worship. It's not going to be quiet. He's worthy of all our praise. Amen. Somebody else. read just one verse from uh, from right after what Brother Gerald read and then I, I'm going to do something a little different. It's not going to be like normal. I don't expect it to be. Um, I'd love to just re-preach the message that I preached Sunday because it was good. And I'm not saying because I preached it. It was good from the Lord. Maybe the Lord give me a chance to preach again. I I've thoroughly, I've, I've, I've shared it with so many people since then. I felt like I preached it four or five times, but it's just one of those things. It's a, a good desire. Maybe we'll give that opportunity at some point. But in, in First Thessalonians chapter five, and uh, Brother Mike, appreciate you going on there because that's what my thought was thinking as well. There's a reason that the dead in Christ are rising because the dead Lord is upon us, and the Bible says there that it's coming quickly. It's coming. When people think it's not coming, right. it's coming. And uh, but but verse nine just got a hold of me. It says, "For God hath not appointed us to wrath, That's right. but to obtain salvation." Mm-hmm. That's pretty plain. Mm-hmm. It, it, it says that you're not to live a life of, of frustration, of of destruction, of nothing. Uh, I, I've been thinking a whole lot about this uh, witnessing and going and sharing the gospel, and I have just consumed information. I've asked people questions, what they do. I've looked stuff up, and I've been reading all these things. But what I find more often than not is just that the only way that people come to know the Lord is when they realize that their life is broken. Mm-hmm. And that's really that's true. Right. That's true. We, we, we all have experienced brokenness. When you, You're not going to get saved. Um, I, I not being broken. I, I just I don't know how you could do it. No. I believe the Bible will convict you of a yep. need of a Savior, and so we live in a broken world. It don't take much to to look around us and see how broken a place we live in is. 
uh, I, I saw on the news that the, the grandfather uh, confessed to throwing his, I don't Seen know, that. young granddaughter, two, three years, something out the window, two, mm. three, four stories, baby died. Yeah. I, I, what kind of broken world yeah. do we live in? But but the reality is is what people tries to do is tries to find their way to fix that brokenness in their life, mm-hmm. whether through success, money, whether through drugs, alcohol, right. whether through pride of what they feel about themselves, whether just you fill in the blank, they just try and try and try to come up with some way to be okay. In the brokenness. And that says, God didn't appoint you to wrath. That's right. And that's what that is. When you try to live in brokenness and fix your problems and come up with a solution, you're just living in wrath. Mm-hmm. You're spinning your wheels in mm-hmm. that sin that you live in, and you're not getting anywhere. But it says, but God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation. Now, I... I didn't do nothing for y'all like it did for me sitting over as he was up here because this is what I thought. I'm, I'm just saying, when uh, when you're playing a game, you're playing football. When you're playing football, you catch that perfect pass, and you go in and you score the touchdown. What feels good? Any of you ever played and had that opportunity, whether the backyard or on the field, wherever, feels good. Any of you that's ever shot a basketball? And it go through that and don't touch the rim at all. It makes that sound that only it can make when it goes through that net. Right? That feels good. Right? Because you achieved it. You can fill in the blank with other things that you've been able to accomplish that you met the goal. Are y'all with me? That Bible verse says to me that God appointed me to get saved. Now, praise the Lord, I got saved. Which meant I met the goal that he set for me. And he set a goal, and I achieved it. The Bible says he set that goal. He could have said a whole bunch of things. He could have said, Brian, you need to do this, and then you need to do that, and then if you do these things, then I'll let you into heaven. But he didn't do that. He said, son, just forget about worrying about it and doing it on your own in wrath. Obtain salvation. But then he told me how. By our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's really the goal. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we want to tell people. Mm-hmm. That's really what we're trying to do is just tell people that you can quit spinning your wheels in this broken world. You can quit trying to come up with the answers and fix it all yourself. You're living in a wrathful situation. But you can be saved. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Uh, tonight, Lord has given me a couple things that for us to do. A little different. Some things for us to do. Before you can help somebody else, you got to make sure you're in the right spot. Amen. We've talked about this a good bit. I didn't get to be here last Wednesday night. I was in Birmingham. I did listen in. It was good. I picked it up. Appreciate the recording. I enjoyed it. Amen. The Lord spoke to me. And if you haven't listened to it, you can go back and listen to it again. It was good. We need to be prepared. Now, you may say, I'm not planning on doing what y'all are doing. That's okay. That's okay. I'm not making nobody do anything. I don't know your plans, your lives, or, or what you have going on. But now I will say this. If you're able, and the only excuse is you don't want to, you might ask the Lord what he has to say. Amen. About sharing the gospel. You say it makes me uncomfortable, preacher. It's done nothing but made me uncomfortable. Well, that's the flesh. And that's the devil. How do we know that? Because he don't want them folks to get saved. Amen. But the Lord does. The Lord has a great desire and a great heart for this world that we're in. That's why we're still here. That great day that's coming that we talked about, that great day that's coming, it's only waiting, in my opinion, for the last person to be saved. He knows who that is. I don't know who that That's is. Right. But I'm going to tell you, while we wait on that last one, why don't we get as many as we can mm-hmm. to go to heaven with us? That's right. Well, why don't we? Why, why, why would we keep quiet? 
what he's done for me. That's a good feeling to get salvation. Amen. It's a good feeling to know uh, that you, you you scored in, in the game, Amen. that you had that work counted. You Amen. scored. And, and you, you didn't just score, but you won in that game. Yeah. Why would I want other people to experience that? That's right. Why would I want to keep back to myself and keep That's it quiet? Right. We need to carry the gospel. But before we can carry the gospel, we need to make sure that we're where we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. and, and James chapter 4 has been read in here, I don't know how many times, many, many times it's been read in this church. I'd like, if you would, just to turn there with me just for a few minutes. And um, we're going to read just a couple of few scriptures there in James chapter 4. The Bible says in verse 7 in James chapter 4, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. So tonight, I'd like to take a few moments. And I'd like for us to humble ourselves before God. I'd like for us to consider for a moment what is standing in our way. Think about it just for a moment. What is standing in our way? I'm going to use what's a been mentioned already tonight multiple times. If your glass is not clear and it's not transparent and something has dirtied it up, come on now. What is it? Uh huh. Listen, you ain't got to tell me. I'm gonna say something else on that note. If you did, it'd probably do you some good. Amen. The Bible tells us that Amen. if we confess our faults one to another, that's right. Amen. You can move on beyond it. I'm not asking you to tell me, but I'm telling you that if you would get past it, it, when you get past it by sharing it with somebody else, the Lord knows then what your heart's intent. Listen to me. He already knows what my heart's intent is, but when I share it with somebody else, it shows my willingness to follow through with right. the action. That's right. When Isaac was laid out on the altar, and Abraham's arm was poised. Yeah. The Lord knew that he was willing to follow through. Yeah. I heard it said this way. There are four frogs sitting on a log. And the four frogs decide to jump off. How many frogs are sitting on the log? Mm -hmm. What's the answer? Anybody? Really? All right, I'll say it one more time. Y'all wouldn't listen. I know who was asleep on me. Four frogs are sitting on a log. Four frogs are sitting on a log. Four decide to jump off. How many frogs are on the log? There's four frogs on the log. Just because they decided to don't mean they did. Are y'all with me? Listen, the Lord, you may say all day long, I have decided to follow Jesus. But until you start following him, yeah. you've not changed anything. Amen. That's good. It's We have to move beyond saying, oh Lord, I wish you'd clean this up for me. Why don't you do something about it? <laughs> Why don't you get sincere with God about mm -hmm. it? Amen. He says, humble yourselves in my sight. Mm -hmm. Now I'm telling you, he's walked all over this place. Mm -hmm. We talk about people running a fuse. I think the Lord's done a great job of it. Mm -hmm. He's run on this side and over here. He's been all over this place. My question is, is when will we line up with him? Amen. So the Bible says to humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. So we're going to take a few moments.
I'm not going to ask you to come to this altar. I want you to stay right where you're at because you don't have to be in this altar. Yeah. Right where you're at, we're going to take time and we're going to pray. Yeah. And I want you to consider, and I want you to consider, you. don't you pray for anybody else. Until you have got where you need to be with the Lord, it's hard to do anything else for anybody. And I want you to know this. This is a daily thing. This is not, listen, this is not, this is not Brian saying, well, he must think we're really bad today. No. I'm saying you're bad every day. Amen. <laughs> How do I know that? Come on, man. Because I fight that devil every day. Yeah. If you don't get up with a prayer and a song in your heart, the devil will have you off in the wrong place at the wrong time Amen. in a heartbeat. Amen. He'll get you from the top of the mountain to the bottom of the valley in a heart. You know what's called backsliding? Because you're sliding. Y'all ever slipped on a slick hill full of leaves on it? You'll be at the bottom before you can do anything about it. That's right. You'll be sliding down here. Any of you been there walking down a maybe a staircase and one foot slide out from under? You don't just stop on the second step. You don't stop on there. You got to find yourself down at the bottom right. in a moment because backsliding happens in a quick moment because the devil's after you and you weren't ready for the battle. Brother Jeremy, Brother Jeremy led us uh, through the armor of God. There's a reason why you got to get up and you got to say, Lord, get my head right, get my mind right, get my armor right, so that I can face the devil. You're bad every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we are. We're, we're sinful. This is not you. Come on now, brother. Now the devil will say you're the only one. He'll keep you hiding in that so that you don't do anything with it. But I'm telling you, when you get right with the Lord and put that thing off, you can do something. Amen. I got up a couple of days ago. I don't remember which day it was a couple of days ago. I got up, and in my mind, wasn't in the right place. <coughs> I, I didn't feel right. I didn't. Things were just not right. I walked into the kitchen. I don't remember what happened, but I turned to go back down the hallway to my bedroom. And going down that hallway, I said, Lord, I feel like something is really off right here. And if you don't do something to help me, I'm afraid of where I'm headed. Bless him, Lord. I don't know if y'all ever do this. By the time I got into my bedroom, was walking into the bathroom, the Lord came on the scene. Listen to me, I'm not saying something to to say, oh, listen how he thinks about it. I'm saying that I need the Lord every day. So this time when I returned back to the kitchen, I was singing a song. That didn't happen because Brian just said, I'm going to feel good about myself. Here's some positive feelings and thoughts. It's not because I said I'm going to live a different life. I'm telling you, I cannot do it without Him. It's because I humbled myself inside of the Lord and I claimed Him as the only way that I could conquer that that was within me because it was bride that was within me. But He come on the scene and something else happened. We need that. Yeah. Every day. Before we go, listen, we have got to get our hearts right. The Lord will do something. I don't see him showing up to somebody's house and something not happening. But they can't see him if we got something in the way. So, I want you to think, if you just got one, bless your heart. You do good. You may have more than one. And I want to pray. And I want to be honest with God. He sees us as we are. He knows who we really are. That's right. And I want you to take just a moment and talk to the Lord. Listen, you're not doing this for Brian. You're not doing it for Mount High. You're doing it so that the Lord's will might be done. Amen. When it becomes bigger than me, then there's something that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. 
and we need you. So let's pray. Right where you're at, just bow your head. You pray out loud, pray silently, however you want to pray. But I ask you to pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask you, Lord, in this time of prayer, Lord, that you show us, dear Lord, the steps, dear Lord, in our lives, Lord, Lord, where we failed you, Lord, where we fell short. Lord, I pray if there's things in our life, Lord, that are standing in the way, dear Lord, whether we see them as good or bad, Lord, if they're standing in your way, dear Lord, of using us, I pray that you show us. Lord, I pray that you remove out of us, dear Lord, that, dear Lord, that Dear Lord, dirties up our lives, dear Lord, that the world can't see you. Lord, and I pray that you begin to shine through your people. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you're with us every step of the way, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that, Lord, even when we fail, dear Lord, even when we fall short, Lord, you're such a loving Savior, Lord, that you restore us, Lord, as your word said. Lord, I thank you for a group of people that are willing, dear Lord, to be honest. Dear Lord, with themselves, dear Lord, with you, dear Lord. Lord, and I pray with, it, with each other. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you help us, Lord, that we're found faithful, Lord, to carry your word. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the work that's being done. Lord, I thank you ahead of time, Lord, for that that's going to happen, dear Lord, not that we might be glorified or honored, dear Lord, but that the name of Jesus might be lifted up, Lord, that somebody might come to know a Savior who loves them and died for them, an old rugged cross. Lord, I thank you ahead of time, Lord, that somebody, Lord, might be contemplating suicide, might be, Lord, headed down the wrong path, dear Lord. I pray, Lord, that right now that you intervene in their life, Lord, that they might, dear Lord, find another way, dear Lord, through you, Lord, a better way and a better life. Lord, I thank you ahead of time for the work, dear Lord. I thank you ahead of time, Lord, for that that comes from it. Lord, I pray, Lord, that this place is filled, dear Lord, with your people. Lord, not numbers matter to me, dear Lord, but that others might know you. Lord, and might be able to praise you. You are so worthy. Mm. Clean us up, Father. Lord, make us able, Lord, to walk the walk, to talk the talk, Lord, give us that to say. Lord, I love you and I trust you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Next thing I'd like to share with you tonight is what will prevent sinners from listening. What will prevent sinners from listening? So think about this. Just some thoughts I'd like to leave with you. Number one, if they can't see Jesus in you. We've already kind of hit on that one a little bit. It's hard for them to listen. If they can't see Jesus in us, it's hard for them to listen. 
But I'm going to give you two points, I think, that make it really hard on a lost person to come to know the Lord. Number one is the fear of being judged. Yeah. That's probably the number one. The fear of being judged. Why do they feel that way? What are they afraid of? Well, one, the same devil that talks to you is talking to them. That's right. There are sins before them, and so they feel that. I'm just going to give you a quick word here. It's not our place. It's not our place to judge the sinner. Not a lost person. No. Now, our place is to hold one another accountable. Our place is to exhort and to love one another. That's us in the church house. But a lost man is lost. I, I can't change him if I want to. That's right. So what good is casting judgment on him going to do for him? That's right. I tell you what he did. It would turn him away. That's right. But if I show him the same love that was extended toward me. Right. That's good. Right. right. The same love that was extended toward me. So Mason, so, um, why in the world would he come down and reach and come get us? Why in the world would he do that? Because he loved us. That's right. And that's what we need to see when we see the sinner who's lost and undone. Not their sin, not what they're living in, but that they're lost, headed for hell, and loved by a Savior. The second thing that they fear is the fear of having to change. It's really closely connected to the first fear. You're going to ask me to do something. I'm going to have to dress different. I'm going to have to act different. I'm going to have to do all those things. Not our place to change them. Lord's place to change them. Amen. And I think sometimes the church gets a really bad name because we have high standards, because our Lord has high standards. And he does. We don't compromise our standards. They're the Lord's standards. But we don't have to enforce them on the world. I don't have to do that. Matter of fact, I can't convict your heart if I want to. But the Spirit can. The law will lead you to understand it. The Lord's put enough conviction in your own heart so that you can get saved. He has that power, not, not not anything that we do. So the best thing that we can do for the lost person is, number one, to pray for them. And we're going to do some of that uh, before we leave tonight. And the second best thing that you got that you can do for them is to tell them about Jesus. And you can do that best with your testimony. Right. Now, I've told my testimony story many times, but I got serious about it. I even analyzed it, if you will, considering what we were trying to do. Because sometimes when I tell about getting saved, I want to rush to the getting saved. Yeah, y'all stay with me here. But before I got saved, I was lost. Right. See, there's a key to telling the broken person about how to be healed, how to be fixed. You got to start being broken. Right. You got to talk about being lost. I was lost. And unknown. I was just a young boy. Eight, nine year old, about to turn nine years. I was lost at that age. How in the world was you lost at that age? I tell you, I was a pretty good liar. That's a pretty good liar. Matter of fact, I've taught eight-year-olds. They're all pretty good liars. Amen. Amen. You was a sinner. You was lost. And depending on when you got saved, you might have been a bigger sinner than the rest of us. At least that's how you'll think about it. It's not really true. You're a sinner. You're a sinner. That's just the way it is. But... People come from different places. And they have different testimonies for different reasons. 
that the Lord might use your testimony. But if you can talk about being lost and then coming to a point knowing Jesus and then no longer being lost but being found, then you can tell somebody how to get saved. Use as good as any scripture. And this is the word of God. But you are a living example, the Bible tells me, of this. Right? The Bible says that we are to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable in God. We, we are an example of what this is about. And so that is a great opportunity for you to tell somebody about Jesus. So we're going to do something. Well, and I always say, there's going to be a time. Everybody in the church testifies. This ain't exactly that time, but it is close. Because I want you to find somebody in this church that you never told your testimony to. And we're going to go face to face and you tell yours and you take, let them take their time and tell theirs. And we're going to tell our testimony. Face to face. Tonight. Right? If there's an odd number and three of you can get together, you'll get to hear three. But otherwise, I want you to find somebody and I want you to tell them. Somebody you hadn't told before. Somebody that you hadn't probably went right to and just run up to them and told them. Find somebody and I want you to tell them your testimony. All right, good. Do it. Do it now. Find